Welcome everyone to season two, episode nine of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia, and in this episode, I'm going to briefly share on a type of loss that is connected to disenfranchised grief, and that is ambiguous loss. Ambiguous loss is exactly what it suggests. When the loss is not clearly defined and there will be many unknown variables associated with this type of loss. For example, if a loved one disappears, you will not only grieve their absence, but grieve not knowing the reason for their absence. You will wonder if the person is still alive. Did the person leave willingly? Why did they leave? There are elements where there will be no opportunity for closure, not getting that promotion that you thought was coming your way. A church split is a huge one, as nobody comes out of that the same, and it affects every single person in that church. And that leads me to an ambiguous loss that has affected every single person on the planet, which is the COVID-19 pandemic. There are many who lost loved ones and had to deal with restrictions in the process of death and burial. There are many who lost jobs and every person went through something. Fear was palpable at the time. I wondered why so many Christians did not use that time to invest in prayer and the word. I don't know if there was a sense of panic and feeling lost that debilitated spending time in prayer and spending time in the word, but I remember grieving for the church as there was a lot of division everywhere in how to handle things, whether or not to shut down, whether or not to open up, whether or not to apply restrictions. Then there is the infamous vaccine question. Clearly the church everywhere was not ready to deal with any of these things before. So whether or not you agreed anything your church did, you were still affected as there was a lack of unity. Ambiguous loss within the church is a tough one, as many do not know how to talk about it or what to say. And unfortunately, what is often missed is that first invitation to God into the conversation and to start with prayer. So on that note, let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, how do we not give you the utmost reverence for who you are. You are sovereign. You have dominion over everything. And yet we magnify our circumstances and our emotions to a competition with you. That is not even reality as you are above everything that grieves us. And sadly, our first inclination is not to praise you, but to panic when we go through losses that are ambiguous. We have so many questions that we demand immediate answers to and a flood of emotions as we are confused, shocked, and hurt. It is overwhelming, but help us to release the grief by mourning. There is a season for it. And while we do put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, may we do it with a desire to praise you through it all. Father God, help us to know that when we do that, you will turn our mourning into dancing. You put off our sackcloth and clothe us in gladness. Help us to surrender to you, Lord, not only in our grief, but in all things, so that when we go through the things that we do not understand, we are comforted by your guidance, 
by your omniscience and by your sovereignty. While we know we are not to fear, for you are with us, may we understand the magnitude of your presence, so we will be mindful of our indulgences to keep good company and to desire good habits that honor you. Father God, may we know that the process of grieving is not self-seeking or self-soothing, but a process to draw us closer to you. For you are close to the brokenhearted, and you save those who are crushed in spirit. So when we ask for you to draw us close to you, may we be willing to let go of that which hinders our fixation on you. If we keep crying out to you, but are not willing to open your word nearly as much as we pray, if not more, then we have placed a greater priority on ourselves than on you. Because we want you to listen to us more than we are willing to listen to you. So Father God, I pray for whoever is tuning in at this moment and whatever it is that they are going through, may they desire your heart, loving Father, that you, that your way is desired, which is above our own. So we won't understand it most of the time unless you reveal it to us. And that is your prerogative. May we know that weeping is to be endured only for the night because joy cometh in the morning. May we not dwell in the valley of our ambiguous losses, for that is not our destination. We are just passing through. Your rod and staff not only comforts us, but guides us through the valley of the shadow of death. You are the faithful father that never abandons his children. And any ambiguous loss that we go through, may we know your grace is sufficient, that your strength is made perfect in our weakness. And we are to glory in our infirmities, just as your servant Paul did as your power rests upon us. Father God, you have called us to be a peculiar people. We are called to a life of ambiguity. We, don't, we do not need to know all the answers and just need to know that you are the answer. For Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. You are our gateway to the Father, and there is nothing else we need to know. May we surrender our inclinations to you when we find ourselves in self-doubt or wonderment about the chronology of events, please remind us that we did not create nor can we control the world. So our logic is not your logic. Lord, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, the world and we who dwell within it. And even when we are tangled so deep within our grief, Jesus, may we be mindful that you are interceding for us and that you are our advocate. Father God, we thank you for our advocate, our atonement. We thank you for our comforter. And we thank you for being our father, that you never give up on your children. May we never give up on you for all that you gave to us. And you sacrificed your one and only son for us. There will be no greater demonstration of unrequited love than on that cross. And that is our greatest ambiguous loss, but one where we glory in the outcome. For Jesus, you are alive forevermore. Hallelujah. 
Father God, to you be all the glory, honor, and praise for all the great things you have done, for all the great things you are doing, and all the great things you are about to do, especially when we cannot see or comprehend them. I ask all these things in the precious and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.